It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being with us this evening. And I apologize, we're having little technical difficulties. Translation, I uh, had a problem with my phone lines. Anyway, tonight, we are going to have entrepreneurial female sexuality fun. And the reason I'm saying this is my guest is Fiona Fine, and we are going to be talking about the two online magazines she has created. One is the women who run it, and that is for women who they have the A-type. They've got the life. They've got the business. They've got everything. But it's also how to have even more in your life, in your love, in, in your career. And the other, which I think is very timely for many women who have that kind of life, is how to put the fun factor back into dating. And Fiona, I'm assuming that you are on with me on Skype. Okay, we are having a little problem with the Skype. Fiona will be coming in soon. So when I heard about, Fiona contacted me, and I thought that, you know, the name of it was goddessconnections.com. And what she did is she put it through and said, be the goddess and quickly cut through your personal challenges, which I think is great. So when I was looking at her site, the thing that struck me the most is this is about women who have the good percentage of their lives pulled together, but yet they know that there's more. I mean, these are women who create things for themselves. Now, I'm assuming that, Fiona, are you on with me now? Okay, we're going to get there soon. (laughs) So this is about women who want to have more in their lives, who want to have a better, you know, connection sexually, a better connection, more passion back into many of the things that they like to do. So let's see if we're, we're good on three times as the charm. Fiona, are you with me now? 
Yes, can you hear me, Lou? I can hear you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I'm Thank good. goodness for I'm... technology across the country. <laughs> exactly. Uh, because here I am. I'm based here in you know Los Angeles. And Fiona, thank you so much for being available tonight. Because I know, as you said, you have had a long day. <laughs> it, uh, it's never boring out up here. But you know that because we're Canadian, eh? <laughs> exactly. And my twin sister is in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So awesome. let's start with the, the first question, my dear. What got you started on this? Well, I would have to say in many ways my story is like so many other women's stories. Um, maybe I guess the twist is how I ended up doing what I'm doing now. But basically I was coming out of a very long, unfulfilling, unsatisfying marriage. And I had also worked in a man's world of engineering and IT. But I realized over those 25 years, I'd given up my sense of self. And I was pretty much disinterested in most of my life and unhappy and unhealthy. But I was about to enter the dating world. And after hearing friends' horror stories, I really wasn't looking forward to this. So I knew I needed to put pleasure back into my existence. And I knew I really had to start living life purely on my own terms. So I started my own right. in uh, early two th 2007 to recapture my own sense of self and, uh, you know, the sassy siren that I remember being in my 30s and things like that, but with the wisdom that comes from age. And I have been having a blast in my life, both my love life and my work life, but I also realized mm -hmm. there were so many other women out there that would have probably gone through the same thing as I did. So several years back, I quit my corporate job and I founded uh, the company Goddess Connections, and started the movement, mm -hmm. quote, how to put the fun back into dating. And that's right. where we help women who are at the end of their dating rope to put fun, connection, passion back into our, their lives and to turn their dating lives around. Um, and that morphed into something even bigger, which is I knew from mm -hmm. my own life again that I wanted to support women in an even bigger way other than just dating and relationships because that's only one of the legs that we, you know, that support us as women. So last year we right. launched Women Who Run It, Your Life, Your Love, oh, okay. Your Terms. Mm -hmm. So we have two right. platforms. But uh, it all came from mm -hmm. my own life, but, you know, which often as women it does. Now, I, I was reading that you did have a male friend who shared things with you, which I always believe goes straight to the horse's mouth. You know, it's an important thing. Don't think you can, you know, psychically figure things out. No, it really, yeah, it really was. Thank God for him, honestly, because I think without him, I could have really screwed things up by myself because, you know, the logical brain. But he, he kind of very... He was listening to me rant about, you know, okay, I'm going to go back into the dating world and everything. And he said, whoa, whoa, stop. I'm going to give you a piece of advice that, you know, might just really work for you. Why? Even though you love steak, say, for example, you love, love, love steak. Why would you want to eat steak mm -hmm. every night of your life? Why don't you look at eating steak one night and a heavy big salad the next night? And he introduced me into how men think about dating. And I started dating like a man. And it really is a whole oh, different experience. That's outstanding. Okay. So tell me, then, what was your steak date look like? What did your salad date look like? What, okay, what, did, so, you, what did you taste and savor and develop appetites for? 
Well, okay. Coming out of this this long marriage uh, that I'd been in that wasn't really fulfilling me, um, I, at that point in time, realized I wasn't ready for another long-term relationship. So this buffet-style dating was phenomenal for me. And I've introduced it to a ton of other women to say, you know, just just enjoy, explore. And so um, I sort of turn it as my steak guy is going to be what I call my primary, okay? And primary gets okay. a lot of my time. And then I have, I, I run the numbers. I definitely, you know, I have a primary, a two, three, and a four, depending on what my life is doing. And I have created great connections with men. And I've put the passion back into my life. I've figured out where my pleasure comes from. And... You know, it, it really did set me off on a whole different dimension of my life. What? And, and you know what? In all the time that I've talked to people about dating sexuality, I have never heard this put in this way. It's brilliant. I'm not polyamorous or anything. Don't go there. And I mean, I've had women say, how no, 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 no. But I just, but, but, no, but you know, here's what, here's what you were clear about is that you know, if you only wanted to go to a particular, you know, thing or just share something a certain amount of time, you would choose number two, number three, or number four. Sure, sure. I mean, we, and, I have a saying, women choose, men chase. We are in control of our love lives. We just haven't yet figured out how to do it, which is, you know, what I want to help. But we... We choose, first of all, we are the ones that make the choice as to who's going to be in our life, okay? And Mm -hmm. men then have to chase us. So women choose, men chase. And it's a huge reframing of our mindsets to say we are the goddesses. Mm -hmm. Now, what were, so he suggested that you start thinking like how be inside of a man's brain on Mm -hmm. how they think about dating Mm-hmm. And that became like a, a terrific outline for you. Were there any other things that he said that were helpful? Because I think I listen to men all the time, and they tell me stuff that I'm like, really? Because oh. I'm not a man. I don't think like a man. Well, I, I see, having been 25 now, 30 years in a man's world, I did know how men think. I just hadn't applied it to my love life. I really had, you know, I had blinders on uh, according to sort of how I, like most of us are brought up. Um, and so what he did is he dropped the blinders. It was like a complete freedom to create what works for me. And of course, what works for me doesn't isn't going to work for exactly every other woman. But when I'm speaking to women, I'm like, figure out what it is that really is going to turn you on, tap you in, and give you the life that pleasure is our birthright. So it it's great to know how men think. And I take it as a God, you know, granted gift that I, I men are very simple. And he has given me words of wisdom over the over the years, as have a lot of my <laughs> my male friends. Because again, I live in a man's world, so they're simple for me. I had just never come at it quite that way, and that was the key to the the whole lock. Okay, now we have one minute until our first break. No, nope. and if if I I know, see, this is going to go by really quickly. If there is someone, what are the biggest things? that women do to get in their own 
way. We're gonna, I'm going to pause at this question. We have 30 seconds until our break. And when we come back, Fiona Fine and I, who is the founder of Goddess Connections, we, and you can go on goddessconnections.com, we are mm-hmm. going to talk about what are the things that women do that get in the way. Because I know the things, some of the things that they do, but you've made a study of this. And I would love for women to have these things, you know, be simple things, be pointed out for them. Please stay with us. We'll be right back with Don't Make These, don't make these Mistakes. <laughs> this is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Juliana is certified as a life coach who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath, those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you here on Connect with Juliana. Through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on Juliana and her show, check out her website, connectwithjuliana.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune in to TogiNet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on TogiNet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Fiona Fine, who is the founder of Goddess Connections, and you can find her at goddessconnections.com. And also, you can find the uh, two brands that she has, the womenwhorunit.com, 
spelled exactly as, as, as I just said it, and the other, how to put the fun back into dating.com. So before the break, we were talking, Fiona, that you had said you weren't that sassy vixen that you were in the 30s, in your 30s, but, you know, you're coming back into the dating world, learned these things, you know, looked at the attitude of men and how they approach it, so approach with that mindset, what would be the things that women do to get in their own way? If you were to say the top two or three things, what are the things they, if we call them mistakes, or that what are the things they do that derail them from having a fun, you know, having fun in dating? Well, if we're talking specifically about dating, I would have to say that the number one problem is that they go in with expectations. And they go in with a goal as, is he the one or, you know, is he good enough or something like that. And so my number one piece is that if we go in with expectations, no man can ever live up to a woman's unspoken expectations. I mean, I know marriages that have dissolved for that reason. So that's huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. That would be the, the first thing. Go in with a sense of being open. I know it's a numbers game. Get over it. So is going to the gym. You know, it's just a way of living. You have to run the numbers to a certain degree until you find the one that works for you. So keep it fun. Mm-hmm. Keep it interesting. Okay. Um, otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to severely stress yourself out. Then also, right. and this isn't just in dating, but find our inner goddesses. We have to learn to enjoy flirting again. Okay. Because flirting is what lights us up. It lights up the men in our lives. I mean, men are simple creatures. They really are. They admit to it. They're single processors and things like that. But if we step into what I call our goddess mentality, okay, almost like with a courtesan mindset of how do I entice? How do I put pleasure back into my own life as well as into the people around me? Men are going to really resonate with that. They want confident sensual, of the senses, women in their life. Um, specifically, uh-huh. I, when it I, comes, I totally agree with that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and do something that potentially on the dating scene that you've never done before. That can be fun because it's going to show you exactly what how he handles new stuff. And you're going to be thrown into would, some of the... What would be an example of that, something you've never done? Well, I remember the first time I bowled. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm I'm what I was called an achievement junkie, which is where women who run it started, you know. Okay, I, I right. like to be good at things. But once I found this mindset of like, oh, screw it, whatever, and I went in, men really resonate to that. So bowling for me was something that, you know, I'm really bad at, but I'd never tried it before. <laughs> so having a bowling date, there's something to do also. So you've got a reason to talk as opposed to just coffee. Right, or sitting in a movie silently beside one another. Yeah, that's not a good. That's not a good first date. I mean, really, that's no. not going to get you to know your guys. So, yes, actually, though, one of the questions that one of my women really wants me to ask you at some point on sex is is going to lead up to that question, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, because what I did for those of you who are listening this evening, and is I sent Fiona and I said, oh, are there any questions that your members, readers, would want to ask me. So also, if anyone is listening live, the call toll-free number is 877-864-4869, repeating 
864-4869, and you can ask either myself or Fiona Fine, who is my guest, questions on dating, sex, you name it, because this is, as we say, an open forum. So those are the, those are the two things. Find the inner goddess, dating without having the expectations. I mean, who wants to go into something thinking that they have to match up with someone's, you know, unspoken list? It's brutal. That's, it's brutal. No guy is ever going to succeed at that. We've just set them up to fail. Yes, yes. So are those the top two, or is there another one to add to that? I would say those are the top two, because if it's specifically dating, doing something that's fun, you know, doing, because first of all, as a woman, you have to figure out what's fun for you. And I mean, again, some of us have lived very shut down lives. We've forgotten what fun is. That's quite an exploration that has to happen. So, you know what, I have to, I, I so agree with you on that, Fiona, that we have literally forgotten about the fun factor. And we definitely have not given ourselves permission to have fun and and really to live in our pleasure. And I don't just mean sexual pleasure. I mean of our senses as well. Pleasure is our birthright. I mean, we are the goddesses. And we have just, I don't know, we, it's like we've forgotten all of this in, in, our, in our lives. So it's time to step back up. And you know what's interesting it almost comes that we have to get to a point in our lives where we have, all of a sudden we turn around and look back and go, you know what, that wasn't very enjoyable. How do I bring mm. that back? And it's almost like you have to have gone through the trial by fire or have that awakening and go, and we are, we're sensual creatures. Every part of us is about our senses. That's why we have our senses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we tend mm-hmm. to like, we tend to shut them down. So... Let, why don't we just jump in here? What are the questions that your that the that your uh, readers or or the person wanted to ask me about sex? Okay, I'm going to start with the more tame one because you know oh, I definitely go right pulled. Ahead. Okay, but it, it it is probably the one. It's definitely the one I hear way more than the second one, which which is very very specific. But the first one is. You know, and I, I've heard it from so many women of my age group, okay, which is one of our demographics, but it's like help. I've been raising my kids for 21 years. Um, my husband and I are still, quote, happily married, but now we're empty nesting. How do we rekindle? How do we regroup? How do we re-inspire our lives to shift to just the two of us, both sexually as well as, as a couple? Mm-hmm. And they're looking for as okay. many tips as you can give them, so rattle them off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bottom bottom line on this thing, uh, congratulations on having an, a thing that you want to work on together and that both of you want to work on, okay? Because as I say to people, listen, you can't have a vehicle going forward with flat tires on one side. So knowing that both of you want to do it, great. The other thing is, when we talk about permission to have pleasure, I also tell people when they're at this point in their lives, yes, you may have been together and you may know all these things about one another, but in this particular circumstance, you are beginners. Mm -hmm. This is a new phase of your life, and I tell people, I give them a list of like little mini assignments, and I have them write out how and, you know, what part of their body is the most, sensitive because here's the other thing it changes and shifts throughout our life 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you really enjoy one particular thing. But again, as you talk about the steak guy, <laughs> you may have, that may be your favorite meal, but if you have it every day for a month, you're going to be crying at the end. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing in the area of sexuality and the area of reconnecting with a partner. You may have some things that are kind of like comfort food, but you haven't added in new. And in new, that means take what you are doing, and if you are empty nesters, move it into another room or move it to another bedroom. You know, if it's creepy, you like to go into your kid's bedroom, don't do that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy's not good. <laughs> exactly. That, that has a little bit of like the, uh-oh. Um, well, you know, here's the thing. Many people have ended up using their parents' bed. So, you know, that's, you know, we can do like a little twist on it. But the important thing is finding the things you'd like to try together. So what I tell people is rather than saying, you know, I I, want to do this with the attitude of there's something that's missing, have it be that I want to try this with you. And that could be something as simple as let's go and buy Let's go and look at sex toys online. I had a gentleman who just who had called this week. He and his wife were going on a cruise, and they had asked. He had asked specifically, you know, my wife loves, you know, loves your book, which is the um, book on orgasms, mm. and yeah, one one of my books I have. <laughs> you know, I have the five books, and I asked him specifically. Here's the thing: I also tell people if you are going to start using toys. Start with something small. Don't go and get big Mongo things because those can be, A, too intimidating, and A, you may not be using them correctly. These things typically do not come with instructions, and most people are not really aware of how to use things well with their body or a partner's body, particularly for women with vibrators. When they're first introduced to them, they think they're just supposed to turn them on and go, Right on I was literary. one of those women, yes. <laughs> took exactly. me years. And then, when <laughs> and then it goes like this, then you go, it goes, oh my God, I'm numb. <laughs> no, there is a difference. Here's the thing. We're coming to uh, a minute until our, our halftime break. The important thing about this is remember to be a beginner. If you are going to be introducing new because there's been a change, new toys or new sensations, because there's been a change or a drop-off of sensation, which for many women, when they're empty nesters, there's a drop-off of estrogen, which means the genitals are not as sensitive, which also means you need to have things that can get things more excited. I have suggestions of different lubricants to use, ways to put on lubricants so it's fun, you know, Mm. and you can do things, put it on to him apply it to you you can put a tasty lubricant into your mouth and then just let a thin stream of it come out onto his body that's a little more interesting than just brute on top of someone so when we yes when we come back we're going to have more tips for those going back into the empty nesters back into the dating world sex tips with lou that's coming back after the break please stay with us
This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, my guest is Fiona Fine with goddessconnections.com. And on the break, what we were talking about is, you know, just other things of, you know, what we're going to say in this segment, but also for these women who ask, how do we rekindle, you know, things, you were saying, Fiona, it is about the pleasure. And I said, sometimes people don't even know what pleasure is. They haven't even had that. And the permission to feel. I mean, we have been brought up. We still have so many different, you know, um, society's rules and things like that. Pleasure has become a dirty word. In fact, somebody told me I was 
they they really did almost accuse me of being wanting to be too much in my own pleasure, and they didn't mean sexually, but they they're like they were pointing fingers at me, and I went, "Whoa, there's three fingers pointing back at you." So, what is it about this that you don't like? Well, was this a woman or a man? It it, it has started out as a man because the, he was trying to date me, and I wasn't really cooperating. <laughs> Well, you know, and bottom line is, if someone if someone feels rejected, they do try and go for something where they think someone is vulnerable. Yeah, and I said, just wait, because he was just coming out of his own marriage and things like that. Just wait. In about another year, you are going to be much more um, what, what he would call narcissistic, but what I would call pleasure-oriented. I mean, so this is what I'm I'm hoping for my women, that we start to change, turn that dial so that we can, we stay warm and juicy and, and, and in our pleasure easier than letting ourselves go cold. I say that to guys, never let a woman go cold because cranking us back up is not simple if we don't know how. Excellent suggestion. Now, here's what I also will tell people when it comes to pleasure. <clears throat> your pleasure is not just between your legs and at the end of your nipples. Your pleasure is something that, that is a function of a nerve response. If your brain and your heart, and here's the other thing, your brain may be giving you one message. Your brain actually is probably not your best friend when it comes to feeling pleasure because it overrides things. And for anyone who has read the books Fifty Shades of Grey, Mm -hmm. the trilogy, and I have to tell you, I take strong exception with people who say that the book is badly written. I've written five books in this area. This woman wrote, her, her books are good, and they're written in a very formulaic style. But what she has in her character, which I think is absolutely hysterical, she does what women do relative to pleasure and sex and, and their lives. They have three different conversations going on at one time, while they're standing there talking to someone. And that is what women have to realize is that they do have all these different conversations. Okay, listen to them. But really what you have to pay attention to, and this is going to sound so simple, but it's the truth. Pay attention to what your little voice says, what your heart says, whatever that small little voice says. It, it can't lie to you. So if you are going out with someone, if you're dating someone or starting to do something and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I should be enjoying this, I should like it, but there's another part of you that goes, you know, this doesn't really feel 100% comfortable, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do it, there's a reason. So Mm -hmm. when, you know, if someone is wanting to, for example, I tell people going back to the, so the pleasure factor thing is also about looking at what might be pleasurable for you. If anal play is not, you think, is not going to be enjoyable, well, then don't try it right away. But you know what? You might consider trying something else. Do not assume for one moment that the material that you're watching online is accurate. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. And it is not what happens in real people's world. The other thing, if you are looking at kink or something that you might like to try, start off with baby steps. And you know what? The more that you introduce ideas to one another over a latte in the morning, which is why I have my show, Lattes with Lou, because <laughs> I love mm. my lattes, is introduce something when your 
vertical, not when you're horizontal, mm-hmm. and not when it's dark, and when you both can look at one another and see one another's reactions. Mm-hmm. So this gentleman who I was talking about earlier, they had ordered some product, and he initially, his wife wanted to order the Hitachi Magic Wand. And I oh. asked, how many other vibrators have you ordered? <laughs> you know, and, and he said, and I said, might I make a suggestion you get something mm. smaller? That's a heavy-duty one. It is heavy-duty, and I love the fact that Hitachi acts like, mm, it, you know, they don't know that these are being used for that purpose. It's like, oh, please. Mm-hmm. But what I suggested is get something smaller. A, it's easier to bring onto the ship, but it's also something that won't be as intimidating for both of you. So if people have suggestions, I always tell them, listen, I can do a five-minute conversation with you, guide you through what toys to try, things that might be like a good beginner pack, and have the two of you choose them together. And that increases fun factor immeasurably. And the other thing is when you're doing things and you're getting it all wrong, that's hilarious. That's not if you that go you're in without the expectation that there's a goal, yes, because that's Correct. when the exploration and the fun can happen and the giggles. And giggles are sensual. Right. It, well, giggling connects you to another part of you where something something got you at a different level. And my guest last week, Michael Russer, he and I were talking about that he ended up having um, cancer surgery, uh, pardon me, cancer therapies and surgery for prostate cancer. As a result, he has complete erectile dysfunction. And he said that is the thing, even though at the time he didn't think so, literally put him on a different path to find pleasure for himself. And he said he would sooner, he said, I would sooner die than go back to being that guy who only was concerned about the erection and the orgasm. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that we have to realize is that we have been given like these little pinpoint spot binoculars that only see orgasm and erection and that's it as the goal. And we have made all of our sensuality be goal-oriented instead of pleasure-oriented. And anyone who's ever had someone just rub their arm and touch them, that, that's why we call it massage therapy. Touch is so therapeutic. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at something, films can give you ideas, but they're not overly accurate. If you are wanting to try something new, do it. But have the idea. be And, and if you want to in, introduce an idea, say it came in a, a dream, a fantasy, because no one has control over your dreams. Or you can say someone else told you it was great fun. Always say it's because the two of you that you wanted to try it between the two of you. Mm-hmm. And that, ha- having that, you can make a menu of things you'd like to try. That's why I loved, I, I, you're right, I didn't like E.L. James's writing, although writing it on her cell phone to work was, I wish they'd marketed that. But what I loved is it opened the dialogue. Between, it, it was another way of people, couples and, and people in relationships, opening the dialogue of being able to talk about what they may or may not want. Uh, and you know what, I'll tell you, those, I just was speaking in, in February, I was in India, Southern India, Chennai, I was in Malaysia, I was in uh, Jakarta, I was in Hong Kong, Singapore, and I'm drawing a blank, one more country, all of which are very conservative, uh, particularly, you know, uh, 
Jakarta, Indonesia, Muslim, mm-hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey was big in all three of those areas. Mm-hmm. And what it is is it's about couples wanting to explore. So I, have we covered that sort of for the couples, the empty nesters and things that they could do? I'll get feedback from her, but I mean, I I think I, what you said initially, which is you know re-explore, um, you know, put the romance back into it, go on dates, is is what I'm. I say that women always have to be dated. Okay, it's just part of our our makeup. That you know, and don't look at it as a bad thing, guys or women. But by dating us, you keep our our warm and fuzzy. You keep our real stat up at the hey, we're interested in you. We want to be with you. Right, the courting. Yeah, we need to be dated. We need to be courted. And Mm -hmm. here's what courting is. It's attention. And your attention is your most seductive behavior. And I'll tell you that when I talk to women and to men, how they have attention paid to them that works for them. Now, that could be something as simple as, let's say she likes tuberose. You bring home tuberose. That happens to be something that, you know, for me... I love having them in my office, and Paul knows that. So, and that is just, and even if I know he it's paid coming, attention <laughs> to you. He he exactly. he paid right. attention. He heard you, and that's what we all want. Right. Men right. are a little I, different, you know, and, don't you think? In the in how they they how we pay attention to them is what something I call AAA support. They really they want their kind of their acknowledgement, their approval. Their you know those are the pieces that they're looking for. Whereas women want to be, in my opinion, from what I've heard, we want to be cherished and adored. We want to, we want that romance, which is I thought of you specifically, and that's what Paul sounds like he did for you. Oh, uh, there's no question. But here's when we talk about the cherished and adored, and just you know, so and and so appealing, which is part of the the flirting thing. And flirting can be something as simple as. Well, what are you putting on your stuff over there? You know, if you're sitting at a meal, it's, again, the attention is flirting. It doesn't mean you have to do anything, but we have 30 seconds until our next break. But I think if people look at what their fantasies are and what their fantasy relationship would be like, they will see that for most men it is that they can deliver, that they're sexually powerful, that they can make someone feel amazing. And for women, it's often that they're so seductive, no one can resist them, that they have this something that just comes off of them. And hey, who doesn't want to have the it factor, right? Mm -hmm. My guest is Fiona Fine. We will be right back with answers to how to do the perfect manual technique on a man. Please stay with us. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. 
Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on Toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Um, earlier this evening on the break, my guest Fiona Fawn and I were talking about the questions that people had asked. And one specific question was, one of the women said, how do I do a great hand job? So given that my first book, How to Be a Great Lover, had 22 different manual techniques in it, I am going to go through this the best way I can on a radio program. Mm-hmm. So the first, thing, the first thing you have to be aware of is probably the easiest position to be in is between the legs. Now, that can either be on a bed, and if you're going to be seated, make sure you're seated and wearing something that you're comfortable wearing. Um, some women are self-conscious about being stared at if they think that their breasts aren't right or something, but, you know, trust me, by the time you are with a man and the two of you are naked, um, he's there with your body, not the fact that you might have, you know, breasts that are a little droopy. If that is concerned, wear a little camisole or something, or something that's, you know, nice, pretty little thing. And if you're worried about lighting, do backlighting. Here in California, in Los Angeles, we know about backlighting. It makes everything look better. So get yourself in position. Now, the other thing, if you are going to do manual technique and you only are relying on saliva as your lubricant of choice, if you have had a glass of wine, that is a natural desiccant for your system. So that drives you out. So you may and will likely need to use a lubricant. My lubricants of choice and suggestion are, one is called Very Private Intimate Moisture. I am not a mad 
keen fan of the range of a lot of the lubricants because the products that are in them are really not safe to go inside of women. So again, mm-hmm. caveat emptor, buyer beware, check and make sure you get a good lubricant. And that they taste um, good. If you're using, yeah, and, and it tastes good if you're going to be doing oral afterwards because many women combine manual with oral. Now, where did I get my information from? I got my information from my best friend, Brian, like you got your information from your gentleman friend. And Brian was my best friend who was gay. And I remember his house, we're having a latte, and it seems like a theme in my life, lattes. Tall latte, long spoon. And uh, he was wearing a new diamond bracelet. It was one carat stones all the way around tennis bracelet. And I was like, oh, my Lord, where did you get that? Because I knew it wasn't his birthday. And he said, oh, I got it because um, I got it from Donnie, who was his partner. I said, seriously? He goes, yeah. And I said, not your birthday. Why would you get it? He goes, oh, because I give such great head. And I remember going like this, what? I thought, you're kidding. He goes, where else do you think I get my jewelry from? I'm like, well, how do I know? But what it had me be aware of is... This was something that was crucially important to his partner, and this was something that he did well. And all of a sudden, I looked at my and I said, okay, you're male, you're gay, you give them, you receive them, you always brag you're so good. Show me what you do. So he said, take your spoon out. So here's what I'm just to do, if anyone's listening to this. Go get a long spoon. And then you're, what you're going to do is you're going to hold one hand at the bottom, and that's going to be the imaginary erect man, Okay. So what Brian said to me is that you need to, if you're going to be doing great oral, you need to do great manual. And the reason, and by the way, I don't use the term blowjob because blowing has nothing to do with it. What it does have something to do with is that the term uh, blowjob came from jazz musicians in the 40s who referred to that as playing the skin flute, and we know how you play a flute, right? So that's the best definition I've ever heard of for it. So here's how to do great manual. You have erect, semi-erect, mildly erect. You use and use a lubricant and you put it in your hands, okay? And warm the lubricant up by rubbing your hands together, okay? Blowing on your hands, doing something. And when you put the lubricant into your hands, because it'll make your hands tingle when you rub them together, make them more sensitive. When you put the lubricant into your hands, don't just blob it in. Okay, you know how you see bartenders pour, you know, things with, you know, like a big high, you know, reach. And then they, you know, they don't, they can just pour it over the edge into a glass, but they do it from a height, a little drama, you know, like a little drama. You can do that. Then you can also, if you like the taste of it, you can put a little bit in your mouth, warm it up a little bit, and then just lean over while you're holding him and let a thin stream come out. Because what you want to do is make sure there's enough lubricant there that you can have the ease of motion. Because if you don't have enough lubricant, it's kind of like skating with dull blades, or you're not going to be able to move as easily. You're going to be using both your hands. You're seated between his legs. And ask him if he'd like to watch you. For most men, they like to watch. You to be the center of attention. You are right there. So what you're going to do, you're going to have both hands lubricated, And here you are again with your pen, your spoon, whatever it is. Hold the base of it and then take your hand. You're going to use both hands, but I'm going to show you with whatever hand you write with, just look at the back of it, okay? 
put your finger straight up and your thumb is out to the side. Okay? So, so my non-working hand is holding the, sp- the bottom of the spoon or my working hand is holding Correct. the bottom your, of the spoon? Your non-working hand. Got it. Your non-working okay. hand. Okay. So you're going to look at your hand facing out towards you. Your nails are going to be up towards the ceiling and your thumb's going to be slightly out to the side. Then what you're going to do is you're going to have it come down towards... Put, imagine your thumb is kind of coming down like a little garden stake, okay? And at no time, ladies or gentlemen, can I tell you, will your manicure be more appreciated? This is why when I see these women who have these great big, huge, long daggers, I know exactly what men are thinking. They're going, that is going nowhere near my Johnson. <laughs> Not happening. So have your hand, and he is going to be looking at the palm of your hand. So your hand is coming down like this, and you're going to grip around so that your thumb, he sees your thumb, and you're going to wrap around. Because what your hand is actually doing, men tell me that there's three things that really make for uh, intercourse and manual technique. It is a combination of heat, pressure, and moisture. So when you are creating this with your hands, you are in essence creating an imposter vagina. The other thing you are doing, as Brian said, to do great oral, you need to do great manual. This saves on your mouth. So you can build sensation on Mm -hmm. a stronger level without wearing out your jaw, your tongue, your neck, because male sexual response pattern is like straight up a hill, orgasm down. Female sexual response pattern is very different. It's a build plateau, build plateau. So if you stop, ladies, in the middle of doing something because your mouth is getting tired or your tongue is getting tired and you do that little thing like with your tongue on the top because you're trying to, you know, you have just set yourself back five minutes, okay? So what you need to do is build that sensation because what happens with male sexual response is that it needs to have the strong, strong, steady sensation continually until, or if you want to drop it off and have things last longer, But if you're wanting to have things go through to completion for them, you need to keep building it and not have that drop-off because that instead of going, it goes like, and you really use your hands to do that major build-up, and then you can finish either with your hands or with your mouth. So your hand is, you've got your pen held at the bottom, right? You've got your hand, you're looking at it, fingers are up to the ceiling like that, turn it sideways, bring it down, and then wrap warmly around. Create that imposter vagina with your hand. And what you're also going to do is imagine you're pushing your hand kind of against a wall, so your wrist is going to be pushing forward. Okay? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense for you, Fiona? Okay. Now, the other thing I'm going to add into this is take your fingers. I'm going to do another add part to this. Take your fingers of your using hand, And just run them straight up your arm in a straight line, okay? That's a straight line sensation, and your nerves know what to expect, right? Now, do that same sensation and put like a wavy pattern into it, okay? That creates a different sensation. The straight line, the nerves know what to expect. The curvy line, they don't really know. You're going to be doing something similar with your hand. So, again, put yourself back into that position. You are between his legs. You're Hand is pushed forward, kind of like you're pushing against a wall. Your fingers are gripping around him. And what you're going to do is you're going to come from the bottom. You've got a lubricated hand. You're going to come from the bottom up to the top. And when you get to the top, you're going to rotate gently and drop your fingers down. So you're going to 
undo that twist and drop your fingers down. And then what you're going to do is you're going to flip over like a little gymnast, create a ring with your thumb and your forefinger, and stroke down. So in my book, How to Be a Great Lover, of the 22 different manual techniques that are illustrated in the book, this is called Ode to Brian because Brian showed it to me over the latte. (laughs) So what you do is you come up to the top, rotate gently. The palm of your hand, which is lubricated, is going to be going over the head of the penis, okay? And then you flip over. So it's like a curving over and down. Now, Fiona, am I explaining this so you can? Because mm-hmm. you've I've never got seen it, me I've do got this. It. I've got my, my hands were doing it, and I've got the visual. Okay. So. Now, this hand that you have just done this with, it now goes to the bottom, and you repeat that with your other hand. Okay. So, your speed, if you just did that with your pressure, right, right, how what what suggestions are we giving her on speed and pressure? Oh, here's what: if you want to know how much speed and how much pressure. Ask him to squeeze your hand to let you know how much pressure he wants, okay? Ask him, say, put your hand on the outside of mine and show me how much pressure you'd prefer. Yeah, the other they all thing like you it need, different. They absolutely, we're, we're all different, you know. The other thing is, most times when you see women doing manual technique, they're doing stuff really hard going down. To the contrary, when you are doing manual technique, you need to be doing things. The firmer stroke should actually be coming up. Okay, that also helps keep more of the engorgement in the three chambers of the penis. Now, we have like probably 45 seconds. So the important thing about manual technique, watch your nails, make sure you use a lubricant, and do, you know, do a variation of motion so that it isn't just the straight up and down. That is similar to a man putting his fingers on a woman and going, it's too much. It's like, uh, you, the more variation of uh, sensation, the better. Oh, my goodness me. Fiona, we have 15 seconds. My guest has been Fiona Fine. She is the founder of Goddess Connections. I'm going to be on her show. I will let you know about that. She's the editor-in-chief of Women Who Run It. And her website is goddessconnections.com. Fiona, thank you so much for being with me tonight. (laughs) Always fun. Always fun. Never boring. So much fun. Yes. And I will give you a call right back and find out about those four things about men, okay? Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye. Good night, okay. Good night everyone. And learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget. 